Welcome back to another episode of How's the View. This is Natalie Rausch, and today I am excited to talk to you about doing it all yourself. Now, there's a cool kind of DIY that I tend to love doing with my dad. My dad is a fix-it-all kind of guy. He's the one that everybody calls when something's broken, whether it's heating and air conditioning or really, I don't know that I've ever given him something that was broken and he couldn't fix it. He's really humble about it and he would probably disagree with me, but I swear to you, the man, he can fix anything. So I really like DIY projects with him because it makes me feel really cool and like I can do anything. There was one time where I convinced him after we had already spent the day taking out tile which is not a simple task. We finished that and it was it was getting pretty late, but I had energy because I was doing a project with my dad and I think that's fun. And he's getting kind of old and his knees his knees are tired. <laughs> so he was a little he was a little spent. He was about to go home and I looked at the bathroom knowing that we had to tear out the bathtub. And I was like, "Dad, let's just tear out the bathtub cuz he's there." So I mean, what could go wrong? And he looked at me. He's like, well, I've never done that before. I'd have to, I'd have to get familiar on how to do that. And I just said, well, there's this beautiful thing called YouTube. And like, let's just look it up real quick. We'll see how easy it is. And there was a video where you can tear out a bathtub in like 10 minutes. So I was like, dad, this is so easy. Let's just do it. And this project. <laughs> ended up being one that was too hard for me because I wasn't strong enough to take the power saw through the fiberglass of the bathtub. And so my sweet dad who wanted to go home (laughs) ended up spending another, oh gosh, was it two or three hours um, just power sawing through that, that fiberglass. And I took out the pieces every time he got a big enough piece for me to take out, but there wasn't a lot for me to do. So anyway, needless to say, that project ended beautifully. The bathroom looks phenomenal. My dad's knees are still going and he is still the guy that can figure anything out. And he's the reason why I try to do it all myself. (laughs) Sometimes that's successful Sometimes it's exciting and fun and I get to gain more confidence because I learn how to do more things. Other times are not so fun. And those are actually more of the times I'm going to talk to you about today. So doing it yourself with projects with dad is awesome. Maybe not as much for him, but for me, it's really cool. Doing it all yourself and expecting it all to be done is a whole different story. I want to create a little visual for you here. So I'm going to tell you a story about a day in therapy with my brilliant therapist. If you don't have a therapist or a coach or even the combination, I have the combination. It is a beautiful, beautiful gift to give yourself. If you don't have it, I'm here to tell you that there's an easier way, but I will get to more of that through this episode because my do-it-all-yourself brain about three years ago in therapy was going nuts on my therapist. And I was telling her all the things I need to do and how much I don't have time for it all. She's sitting there listening to me as I spout off all the details. 
part of the details this particular time were about my house. My house was a mess. Lots of us tend to just go to our house being the problem because, well, our house shouldn't be a mess and we should be clean and it shouldn't be cluttery and it should be organized. And when it's not, then that says a whole lot about who we are as people, apparently. So, I'm telling her about all the problems, all the things I need to do. And she looks at me and says, Natalie, what if you just set a timer for 30 minutes and you clean your house for 30 minutes? And then when it goes off, you just sit down on the couch and you watch Netflix. And I felt like she didn't understand me at all. She definitely didn't know me at all. And she had never been to my house before. So I proceeded to invite her to come take a look at my house right now and just drive on over with me so she could understand how it would never be possible for me to clean my entire house in 30 minutes. And it wouldn't ever possibly be done after 30 minutes. (laughs) And she looks at me with the most serious look on her face and says, Natalie, it's never going to be done. The laundry is going to continue to pile up. The dishes are going to continue to appear in the sink, which by the way, I don't know how that happens when we order takeout like every day. That doesn't make any sense to me that the dishes still magically appear in the sink, but they are, they're there and it continuously appears. So as I was sitting there contemplating what she just said, and trying to wrap my mind around it, I realized, oh my gosh, it's never going to be done. And even the times that I've like done a marathon and I've cleaned my entire house because someone was coming over, that's, that's when I get my best work done is when someone's coming to visit. And I always thank them for coming so that I could clean my house. Even when I do that and it feels amazing and I get to feel so proud of myself, I am like, so high strung with my kids that day. Cause I'm like, Hey, I just spent the whole day cleaning and you're going to leave that on the floor. Are you kidding me? And they just look at me like, Oh boy, mom. Sometimes they pick it up. Sometimes they, sometimes they don't. And it's just, it's just not even relaxing to be in that space really, even though I love a clean house. But the funny thing is it only stays clean for how many minutes, maybe hours on a lucky day, but <laughs> She then goes on to tell me that during her four years of her graduate program, she didn't fold a single piece of laundry. She just decided for that four years, laundry folding was not something she was going to do. And again, I think my brain broke right in front of her face. So I'm like, wait a second, you can do that? You can like, you literally take your clothes and you put them in the drawer knowing that they aren't folded. And she's just like, yes, absolutely I do that. And I didn't I didn't give a second thought to it. I took that advice. And I've given that advice to several people by now because it was life altering, first of all. <laughs> I love the sneaky feeling of putting unfolded clothes in the drawers. I mostly only do it with my kids' clothes because that just, that's a little easier for me. (laughs) With my clothes, it's a little bit more, more of a battle of which ones I'm going to fold and which ones I'm not. But it is the most wonderful feeling to let go of something that doesn't matter. And that's what I learned that day. 
So I don't want to be the person that does it all anymore. And I know the difference between being that person and learning what I've learned through the process of choosing growth over perfection, over a done to-do list, and knowing that I can't earn my success. I can't do all of the things that will make me feel successful because there's always going to be more to do. I know this about myself. When someone says, did you do your best? I sit there and I'm like, well, no, absolutely not. There's always there's always a way to do better. That's the brain I'm coming from. And so for me to be able to let go of some of the things that don't need to be done, of some of the things that I could give 25% to and it would feel better rather than 110%, I have been able to access a level of peace and gratitude and calmness in my life, in my chaotic little world that's full of messes and full of so many to-dos that no completed task has ever even come close to allowing me to feel. Don't get me wrong. I love accomplishing things. I love knowing that I got something done that I've wanted to get done. However, so much better than that is being able to watch myself grow into the person that can have things to do, but pull myself into an experience with my family and be fully present in that moment without needing to be somewhere else in my brain because there's more to do. And I know so many of you are like me. So many of you are waking up in the mornings first thing thinking about all the things you do every day for your kids, for yourself, for your husbands, for your friends or your family, for your work. I mean, I wake up first thing and I'm already on to, okay, what do we need to do today? (laughs) When I dial it back and I check in with myself, I can understand that my need to do things is all in an effort to feel something. Because once it's all done, I think I'm going to feel relaxed or calm or fulfilled or successful or proud or something. Except that most of the time, once I get to it's done, that feeling isn't coming in the way that I thought it might. Because it has nothing to do with the thing getting done. Our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings fuel our actions. So instead of waiting for my entire list of things to be perfectly done in order to relax and be present with my family, I've decided to discipline myself to be able to find the balance in the journey right now, to be able to feel successful with 30 minutes in the kitchen to be able to feel proud of myself when I limit myself to five hours of work in one day. So many of you are wondering what you need to do in order to feel better. And I want to offer that feeling better doesn't come from what you do. It's totally the opposite. What you do comes from feeling better. 
and feeling better is an option right now because you're the one that gets to choose what you think when you wake up in the morning. You're the one that gets to choose whether you're going to indulge in your anxious brain and run with it and be like, oh my gosh, you're right. I have so much to do. I don't even know where to start. I don't have time for any of it. I am overloaded. I am doing this all alone. I need more help. I can't figure this out. I'm so exhausted. I'm not getting enough sleep. You can indulge in that one. Or what if first thing in the morning, you just check in? And what if that space first thing in the morning was dedicated to how can I help myself feel more peace today? How can I help myself be more present? today? What would I need to believe in order to do less today? I know these sound like crazy thoughts sometimes. Doing less doesn't make sense in most of our brains because doing less would mean that we are lazy and we're going to fail at life, except for it doesn't usually result that way. I want to encourage you to eliminate what you can from your to-do list. If it doesn't have to be there, question if you want it there. Question if you need to fold the clothes or if it would feel really fun to just have a sneaky little secret that the clothes aren't folded in the drawers. Order more takeout. I mean, there's a whole bunch of options, you guys. We don't have to do dishes. We can get the plasticware out anytime. I want to encourage also that if you're doing it all yourself and you feel alone, and you feel like it's too much, and you're stuck and overwhelmed and just trapped in this place that you don't know how to willpower your way out of it, you have resources. There are tools. There are things that you can be doing that allow you to feel relief. They allow you to feel peace. They allow you to feel calm. Reflect on what those things are by remembering the last time you felt those things. Picture yourself, picture what you were doing, and let that be on your to-do list. Then use your other resources. Coaching is a phenomenal resource. We don't sugarcoat. We tell you what we see. You look in the mirror and you see it in ways that you've never seen it before. And then you make decisions for your life moving forward. Therapy is a tremendous gift. Journaling, reading, All of these things, we have tools to help us to not have to feel so overburdened and to not have to hustle harder and use more willpower than what we actually know how to use. So just take the help. You can do it all. I don't doubt that. So can I. But why on earth would you want to? I hope you'll play around with your to-do lists this week. What's sitting in your brain telling you it needs to be done and then redecide what kind of a priority it is. Remember that all of us are looking for a feeling. If you're expecting your to-do list being done to make you feel a certain way, you're going to have to feel that way first because I know this is a big one. We burn out and we, we think it's all on us. And we go through these cycles in life where we're either overachieving or underachieving, and there are better ways. I hope you'll take the time in the morning or in the days that 
are super overwhelming for you to just check in with yourself and find out what you need in order to feel what you would most want to feel in that moment and reflect on how you've met those needs before. Then be willing to add those things wherever you can into your to-do list while eliminating the things that don't need to be there quite as urgently. Thank you for joining me for today's episode, and I will see you next time.